Hello, and welcome to episode four of the I Mean It podcast, the all-new I Mean It podcast, uh, coming to you on the Revolution Network, brand new Revolution Network. You can find it on YouTube, you can find it on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the normal stuff, Spreaker, SoundCloud, uh, we got a couple new shows coming on there, of course, the Football Glory Hole will be on there, of course, uh, we're doing a lot of cool shit, man. We're doing a lot of cool shit. So we're really excited about it. Excited to join up with the Revolution Network and uh, hope to get a couple more people joining us here pretty soon. But anyway, uh, today, what we came to talk about was draft slots versus first team all pro and then kind of by position. Because the draft's coming up. And I was just kind of curious of like, what does NFL do well? All right, where do they usually get it right? Where do they get it wrong? What positions are worth drafting, which ones aren't, and um, so I broke it down like that by position, and then we broke it down in just in the first round, 1 through 10, 11 through 20, and 21 through 32, and what I used was first team all pro, which for some people might be too narrow, right, but let's be honest, if you're drafting somebody in the first round, you know, you want him to be the best player at his position in the league, or one of them. Like, you don't draft him for, like, I hope this fucking guy makes the team. <laughs> well, some fucking teams probably do think that way. <laughs> but you don't want to think that way as a GM. At least I wouldn't think you do. But anyway, so that's the reason why. And then, of course, the All-Pro, not the Pro Bowl, because the Pro Bowl, let's be honest, it's a fucking joke at this point. Most of the guys don't want to play, so you usually get your fifth, sixth, seventh, whatever selection, depending on the position. And all pro generally is the best metric as far as an award to get, and it is usually the most uniformed award uh, across pretty much any organization. There's a couple questionable selections that we'll go over, but for the most part, it's about as good as you're gonna get. So starting with that and with that premise, uh, we'll just start right out of the gate, quarterback. All right. So and this is from 2010 to 2020. So 2021 draft, the one that happened last year, didn't put that in, although I think uh, Micah Parsons did uh, make first-team All-Pro. So other than him, though, I didn't think it was fair to the other guys, but that dude's such a badass, it didn't matter. He's already there. So well, we'll just go from 2010-2020. So picks 1 through 10 quarterback. There have been 21 quarterbacks selected. You've had two first-team All-Pro. That's 9% clip. That is a 9% clip. And those two are Cam and Mahomes, which Mahomes, obviously, you know, he's going to be one of those Rodgers, Brady-type guys. Like, every year can be the year that he's the first-team All-Pro. Like, he's could be the best quarterback, maybe is the best quarterback every single year until he's not, right? So, it just depends on who has a, you know, a little bit better year. Rodgers had, you know, a little bit better year this last year. And clipped him out of it, but that dude's going to be there perennially. Uh, but Cam, look, even the year he won it, I know he won MVP, but 
it was the only year of his career that he was top 10 in any advanced analytic, and he still wasn't top five in most of them. So that's kind of it's one of those selections. I, there's no way he was ever the best quarterback in the NFL. He just wasn't. Like, let's just be honest. He never was. Uh, that was the best he ever got to, and it was top 10, but it wasn't even top five. But they made him first-team All-Pro, so we got to count it. Uh, next slide is 11 through 20. Been three quarterbacks drafted, zero first-team All-Pros. And then 21 through 32, there have been eight. There's been one first-team, and that's Lamar. Uh, he did one at the one year, and on the opposite side of camp, I thought Lamar that year was the best quarterback in the NFL. And you can you can disagree if you'd like to. That's fine. But, I mean, the dude was absolutely electric. He was the MVP. He was the most valuable player for the Ra- for the Ravens. And, I mean, he put up the stat. His ad- advanced analytics were top five in pretty much everything. So, the opposite of Cam. Like, he didn't just show the flash. He didn't just put up some numbers. He put up all the numbers. So, he was efficient. And he was just he was amazing that year. So, I thought that was well-deserved from him. But anyway, total. And we'll go over the totals and then how many made it. But for right now, there's been three quarterbacks in the first round. First team All-Pro. And, I mean, quarterback's one of those things, like, it's gonna it's gonna change. Like, Brady will fucking retire eventually. <laughs> and Rodgers will retire eventually. So, you're gonna have a couple of these guys that have been drafted in these numbers. They're gonna be battling it out, right, with uh, Mahomes for that first team All-Pro. So, I don't want to get too doom and gloom on the quarterback part of it. I'm just telling you what has happened so far. But, again, eventually, you know, these old guys got to die eventually. Sports die. Not really die. We don't want anybody to really die. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on, running backs. So, I was actually shocked in this one. As you know, the narrative is don't draft a running back, don't draft a running back. I'm not saying that's wrong, but I was shocked a little bit at this. Um, in the first, so first through one through ten picks, there have been seven running backs drafted. Three of them have been first team all pro. That's 43%. That's actually tied for the best hit rate, first-team All-Pro, of any position on the field. Now, the caveat to that is every single one of those, they were All-Pro one time. So even when you draft high like that a running back, they got a pretty good chance to be great, but they're not going to be great, or at least not the best, for very long. So if you did it as you know a team that's set up to win right now, that's probably a good pick. If you're a team that's building, you're kind of wasting your time. All right, uh, 11 through 20, been three selected, zero first team all pro, and then 21 through 32, seven selected, one, so 14%. And that one was uh, the muscle hamster, Mr. Doug Martin, if you guys remember him. And again, he was one time first team all pro. All right, getting to the wide receivers. This is where all the fans lose their minds, right? Everybody loves the new flashy wide receiver, and there's been a bunch of them selected. So, slots 1 through 10, there's been 12 wide receivers selected. One guy. One fucking guy. First team all pro. Julio Jones. So, 8%. is what you're hitting in there. Uh, 11 through 20, you've had 10 wide receivers selected. Big old fucking donut. None. And then, there's been 19 wide receivers selected, 21 through 32. And you've had two there. Uh, Dez made it one year. And DeAndre Hopkins, of course, would be the other one. And D Hop has, you know, become one of the best receivers perennially in football. So 
obviously great selection on that one. But overall, not a lot of success. And again, we'll get into the overall numbers here in a minute. Uh, tight ends. I'm going to save everybody's time. There's been let's see, five, seven, nine selected in the first round. Uh, zero. Big fucking donut. Don't, don't draft tight ends in the first round. It's that fucking simple. Atlanta. Don't draft tight ends in the first round. <laughs> in fact, uh, if you look at the tight ends that have been first team All Pro, you've had in this time span between 2010 and 2020, you've had Kelsey three times, third round selection. Gronk four times, second round selection. Uh, you had George Kittle, fifth round, one time, and Jimmy Graham, one time, third round. So just fucking wait to draft tight ends. Don't draft tight ends in the first round. All right, moving on. Offensive tackle. Uh, this is one of the better positions here. So 15 in the first 10 picks. Uh, 33% of those, so five of them, first team all pro. So really good selection there. 11 through 20, you've had 14. You've had one of those, so 7% there. And then 21 through 32, you've had 14. You've also had one there, 7% there. So it stays at a pretty steady clip throughout the first round on offensive tackles. Uh, offensive guard, you've had four drafted, one through 10. One of them all pro, so 25%. That uh, was Brandon Sheriff for the uh, whatever the fuck their name is now. I don't even know. And they let him fucking walk. That's how... Anyway... <laughs> uh, 11 through 20, you've had six selected. You've had two, so 33% in that mold. And then 21 through 32, uh, six selected, zero on that one. Uh, centers, you haven't had one selected, one through 10. No centers drafted. Uh, 11 through 20, you've had five centers drafted. You've had one first-team All-Pro, so 20% hit there. And then 21 through 32, you've had three drafted. One all-pro there, so 33% hit there. Not bad. All right, defensive end and rushing. So basically how I had to do this was go back. Since football's really changing, there's not a lot of true outside linebackers anymore. Um, you either got the kind of Micah Parsons grade, depending on where you've played your snaps, or I just put you at, if you're 3-4 outside linebacker, like if you're, you know, T.J. Watt, you're you're a rush end. You're might not be technically a defensive end, but you're a rusher. So, with that qualification, there's been 18 of those guys drafted, 1 through 10, 22%. So, four of them have been first-team All-Pro. Pretty good hit rate. In 11 through 20, you've had 17 drafted, three of those, so 18%. Again, pretty good hit rate. And then 21 through 32, 15 drafted. You've had four there, so that's 27%. So, really, really good uh, hit rates all throughout the first round for a rush in. Uh, here's another one that shot me. Defensive tackle slash nose tackle. One through ten, there's been seven drafted. Three of them have been first-team all-pro. So, 43%. That's tied with running backs for the number one in the first through ten slot. Uh, 11 through 20, you've had 16 drafted. Two were first-team all-pro, 12.5%. And then 21 through 32, 12 drafted. No all pros. If you're going to get a big fat fatty on defense, you got to get them early because otherwise it's not probably not going to work out for you. <laughs> and then inside linebacker. <clears throat> so, again, not a lot of these guys drafted, but uh, you've had one guy, no, sorry, six guys drafted in the first 10. You've had one first team all pro, and that was, uh, oh, geez, the guy from fucking Carolina. It'll come to me in a second. Anyway, 
he's made five uh, first team All Pros, and then um, I started thinking like, who's made the rest of the All Pros if it hadn't been for this guy? And it was Bobby Wagner. He's made six, but he was drafted in the second round. So not a lot of value there for inside linebacker. Eleven through twenty, uh, six of those drafted zero, and then twenty one through thirty two, eight drafted zero. So one guy, period. Uh, outside linebackers, it's a big fat zero. There's been 16 of them drafted. Uh, again, Mark Parsons just drafted this last year is going to make one, so it'll up the numbers a little bit. But before then, none. Uh, cornerback, you've had 11 drafted, one through 10. 27% have been first team all pro, so three. Uh, 11 through 20, you've had 15. You had three there as well, so that's 20%. And then 21 through 32, you've had 22 drafted, and you had three there as well. That makes it 14%. So really good clip all the way through, and you can see it going down the scale in the grading, as we'll go over that in a second. Uh, safety, they were the number one position, but very limited sample. So three safeties drafted in the top 10, uh, two out of the three, first team all pro. So 66%, pretty good hit rate. 11 through 20, uh, you had eight. You had three there, so 37.5%. And then 21 through 32, you had seven drafted, one all pro. So that's a 14% hit rate. So now that we broke all that down, what does it mean? Well, 351 players have been drafted over the time frame 2010 to 2020. It should be 352, but the Patriots, remember, got their pick famously taken from them. Uh, for that bullshit deflate gate, which, by the way, the NFL's never given them fucking pickback, even though they've had to admit it was bullshit. Um, if anybody ever took the time to read the fucking report, which nobody takes the time to read any fucking thing anymore, you would already know it was bullshit. And ESPN, after they're fucking droning on for almost a year, or more than a year, about all this fucking crap, put out like, 30, 40 second blip at like 2.30 a.m. Eastern about apologizing and saying admitting they were wrong about the whole thing. Just so they don't get their fucking ball suit off. But what else do you expect with, you know, from fucking ESPN? They're such a piece of shit organization. <clears throat> I wouldn't expect anything less from them. Anyway, should have been 352. The Patriots still should get that pick back, but whatever. I didn't come here to talk about that. <laughs> um... So, of 351, there's been 54 All-Pros. 15% basically is what your average chance is to draft an All-Pro of any position in any slot. 15%. So, we wanted to look at what positions were at that clip or above, right? You want to be at average or better to make sure that you get the best chance of actually getting one of the best players in the draft historically, at least the last 11 years. So, if you look at... Um, which positions are over that 15%? Running backs, total round coming at 23.5%. Uh, offensive tackles coming at 16. Guards, 19. Centers, 25. Defensive rushings, 21. Nose tackles just slightly below at 14. And then cornerbacks at 19. And, of course, safeties at 33. Again, very limited sample size. But, Jesus Christ, if there's a safety that's got a first-round grade on a pretty good chance that dude's going to be a fucking badass. So, recap. What did we learn? Well, basically, you want to draft fatties, pass rushers, and secondary because they have a really, really good 
hit rate, they're above the average, and, you know, everybody always likes to bag on the fucking NFL and all these scouts, like, they don't know what the fuck they're doing, but I'll tell I'll brag on them a little bit here, uh, evaluation slot, you know, best evaluation slot, or position by slot, so if you look at your offensive tackle, your top 10, 33%, right, hit rate, and then 7 and 7 as it goes down the line. So really good evaluations. Whoever they grade as the top has a really good chance to be a great player. And then throughout the middle rounds, they do slump down, which they should, right? They should. You shouldn't underrate somebody. So pretty good job there. Excellent job, defensive tackle. I told you again, top 10, 43%. 43% if they say this guy's a top 10 guy, 43% of those guys, first team all pro. That's pretty fucking awesome. And then the next 10 set, sets of picks, 12.5%, so huge fall down, which, again, that's exactly what it should be. And then the next end, zero. So perfect evaluating right there by the scouts as far as the trend line going. And then if you look at cornerback, man, 27% first 10 picks, 20% the next 10 picks, and then 14% your last 12 picks. That's a perfect slope down grade. So kudos to the NFL and grading those guys and all these scouts that put in all this fucking work. They're really knocking it out of the park uh, with secondary because if you look at, at safeties, 66% first 10 picks, 37% next 10 picks, 14% last 12 picks. Again, that's excellent fucking grading. Um, not saying that some guys obviously didn't slip through the cracks, but that's going to happen. If you look at the trend line, it doesn't go, it doesn't do this. That's what you don't want. Right? If you look at a couple positions like um, offensive guard, for example, 16% to 3% to 19%. Like, that's not what you want, right? You want it that steady slope. If you want to, you know, evaluate talent equally, that's exactly what you want to do to get the biggest bang for your buck. Uh, now, if you look at quarterbacks, again, it's 9% to 0 to 12.5%. So, by the numbers, you're getting more bang for your buck than the last third. But, again, like I said, man, quarterback's a different animal. I think um, if you guys have watched the first – three episodes we built a pretty good case of why you draft quarterbacks and then never pay them unless they become or are Patrick Mahomes not, not become they are that type of dude and I think Josh Allen's borderlining on that kind of guy right now um and if your argument against that is like oh well you don't know what they're gonna develop into I mean yeah I fucking do because those dudes when they show up on the scene show up on the fucking scene right Patrick Mahomes was great from day one uh, you know Aaron Rodgers once he got his chance to start it's pretty badass from day one you know Tom Brady's a long fucking time ago and he's an outlier on everything so I really wouldn't bring him into this I mean Peyton Manning you knew the dude was badass from the from the first day I know he went you know won three games his first year but just you could watch him play and know yeah that's the fucking dude um, Andrew Luck falls in that category like man that guy's he's a badass uh, there's a bunch of dudes you know but as far as like other players, like, oh, well, you don't know what Baker's going to develop into. You don't know what so-and-so is going to develop into. Like, yeah, I mean, because he hasn't shown me anything special. If you haven't shown anything special in your first three to four years, you're not special. You could be good, and that's fine. Be good. You know, you could be Alex Smith. You could be Jimmy G. You could be Kirk Cousins. Man, that's really good. You make a really good living. You'll have a chance to go to the playoffs every year. Um, if everything breaks right, you could get to a Super Bowl. 
He'll maybe even win a Super Bowl. You know, maybe. But don't tell me that you got to sit there and wait on these guys to develop. That's really not the way of the league anymore. These dudes are either special from the jump or they're not. And even the ones that have early success, you can tell whether they're special or not. Right? It's just fans get blind to because it's their dude. And I hate to harp on Atlanta fans, but, you know, you guys were celebrating drafting a tight end, number four overall, when your team is fucking garbage. <laughs> your team is garbage! should not be cheering drafting the tight end number four overall. You should be pissed. Ah, oh, Jesus. Anyway, uh, so draft the fatties. Do not draft tight ends, outside linebackers, or wide receivers. Boys and girls, wide receivers. Again, three guys in the total first round, three have made first-team All-Pros out of all those selections. That's nuts. And that they keep getting drafted every single year. 41 guys. 41 guys have been drafted in the first round. Three first-team All-Pro. And they take like two or three of those guys a year. So I'm not even being that nitpicky on that position. And they still can't fucking make it. So stop drafting wide receivers. Stop doing it. You can get great value later on. Running backs, like I said, you're getting really good talent up front. I just think it depends on the team makeup because every one of these guys was great one year, like truly great one year. Uh, you know, and if you take Zeke, for example, if you look at the plan that Dallas had and put in place, you know, Romo was supposed to be the starter. They were obviously a very talented team, and fuck, they went 13-3 and with a rookie quarterback that they never intended to play. If Romo would have been that year, there that year with Zeke, you know, being first-team All-Pro, being the best running back in the NFL, holy shit, you know, what would have happened? What could that team have done, you know? That's one of those moments, like, you just never know. And they, like I said, they had a great year, even when Dak in his rookie year, and Zeke was amazing. So drafting Zeke in that moment, I, I, I mean, I, I think it was the right move for the Cowboys. I know it didn't ultimately pan out, but, I mean, you can't fucking plan, you know, injuries like that. It's, you know, it's kind of ridiculous a little bit to judge them on that. Now, where you can judge them and you should judge them is that they paid Zeke. You don't do that. You don't fucking do that. Uh, just like you don't pay quarterbacks. I'm going to keep harping on it. I'm going to keep fucking harping on it. Someday, NFL teams will listen. They will listen because – the money just gets too much. Like, once you get over 16%, you just can't win a Super Bowl with these guys. You just cannot. It doesn't matter. Like, if you go back and listen to my past episodes, I've proved it to you. You can't even stay winning against the spread. Most Even even the most elite, elite quarterbacks can't. Unless your name's Tom Brady, which nobody fucking is except Tom Brady, can't do it. So, you gotta, you know, draft these guys. Definitely draft them. Definitely take your chances. And if you get a good team around them, man, look what, you know, look at some or look at what some teams have done. I mean, with a Jared Goff all the way to the Super Bowl. Jared Goff's not special. He's barely average. Barely. Got rid of him, brought in Stafford. And Stafford's not, he's, he's never been a first-team All-Pro, and he will never be a first-team All. He'll never be the best quarterback in the NFL. Super Bowl. Because he's to that level, Super Bowl, but... They hadn't paid him, right? Now they have, but I don't I don't know what the Rams are doing with their cap situation. They're on something different. But let's see, now that they paid him, if they can kind of keep it up. And I know that I've gotten pushback from a buddy of mine about 
he doesn't think it's the quarterback's money that really affects the rest of the team. But if I show you these percentages, like I said, on average, 15% is your chance. 15% to get a first-team All-Pro in the first round. Any position, any slot, 15%. That's not a lot. So you got to knock a lot of shit out of the park. And eventually, even if you do, even if you have great draft after great draft, eventually you're going to come back to the mean. You're going to come back to what the league does as an average. You're not going to outpace the league forever at anything. You're just not going to do it. Uh, so eventually you're going to have to pay the piper on that. And when teams do that and when they pay the quarterback, they start to slide. And unfortunately, there's some teams that are going to start seeing that slide pretty damn quickly um, that they've just paid some quarterbacks some money. So, But we'll see what happens. But anyway, overall recap, draft the fatties, draft the pass rushers, draft the secondary. Do not draft tight ends. Oh, outside linebackers, wide receivers. Again, zero tight ends and zero outside linebackers have made first-team all-pro in the last 11 drafts, not counting last year. And quarterbacks and running backs, I think, always are very tricky, but I think it's very situational. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying it's got to be the right situation to make it a smart move, and if you do that and it all pays off, you know, you could hit a home run with it. But that's about all I got, boys and girls. I'll be coming back here in a week, maybe, yeah, probably next week with some more draft stuff. Uh, we might just tackle the whole uh, small hands myth and then all these people that keep claiming that small hands don't matter. Ah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they're wrong. I'll give you a little preview on that. They're dead fucking wrong. But anyway, we'll come back and talk about that at a different time. But I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, try to come with these weekly and do a little bit of deep diving in. Right now we're focused on the draft because it's coming up. Draft time's coming up, baby. It's one of the best times of the NFL calendar. Uh, can't wait for it. Cannot wait for it. I will keep you guys up to date on uh, where we will be for the draft and all that kind of stuff. And, of course, our annual golf round, or as I like to call it, uh, Longhorn's annual ass-kicking. Uh, we, we will keep you up to date on that as well. Anyway, we got some FGH coming at you. Uh, I got another episode of I Mean It. Our all-new podcast, Bastards of Babylon, is coming soon. And uh, I'm sure Longhorn's cooking up some uh, football and freedom over there for you, too. But anyway, keep checking out the Revolution Network. Really appreciate you guys. Love you, as always. Love the enthusiasm. Hit us up on social media. Hit us up on email. And uh, until next time, baby. Just, uh, just know that, uh, just know I'm thinking about you. <laughs> if I ever said I'm never scared.